T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome in to Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Thanks so much for listening. Wherever and whenever you're listening, it's probably beer o'clock and we've got a lot of good stuff coming up for you right here on the podcast starting right now welcome back into beers on us with mike lynch and patrick harris thank you guys so much for listening we are steamrolling towards 100 episodes by the way i think this might be episode 92 93 something like that i didn't check beforehand so when you see the title and i'm very clearly wrong you can feel free to make fun of me for it um well 100 puts us four away from two years yeah Yes, we were very close to two years. I think July 26th-ish is the date that we started this on a couple of years ago. Okay. So we are very close to two years of doing this uh, this little podcast here. Wow. Two guys talking beer, drinking beer, talking about other stuff. Hanging out. Making Keanu Reeves jokes. <laughs> yeah. Ending with traces, deuces, <laughs> eventually catorces. <laughs> yeah. Keen says, maybe. Um we we keep getting comments about people listening, and that's so awesome. I had no idea how the COVID episodes would go because I know more people would be listening potentially because there's less to do when you're at home, but there was less for us to do because we couldn't go to breweries and we couldn't keep on top of it as we were before. See you, senior. Uh, so hopefully Multnomah County reopens this Friday as promised, and hopefully we start to see some of the uh, social distance practices enacted at the breweries that we love so that we can go record podcasts there because it'd be nice to be able to get back out in the wild more Uh, it was really nice to be able to go last week Uh, really nice trust us it (laughs) was like wait how do i record a podcast in public again yeah like i was sitting at the table like well there's not really anybody here because it's not open yet but all right guess we're just gonna go do this do it it's weird not being in your like we we got used to this room that we're in Mm -hmm. because it's very Mm -hmm. comfortable it's very private um Well, as I just made a porn sex joke, (laughs) very professional, uh, that is professional as far as you know, in radio, but, um, getting back out there was kind of interesting last week, but it was really, really good. Uh, nice to meet Stephanie. Uh, She was great on the podcast and, uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed getting back out there as well. Uh, we got a tweet or I got a tweet and I texted it to you the other day, um, that said, I finally got up to the COVID episodes. I found the podcast late and I wanted to make sure I heard every single episode before I caught up. And I was like, man, that's awesome. Thank you, sir. Thank you so much. That's really good. It made me feel really good when you said that, because I was like, oh, you went back and listened to every single one? That's a lot of episodes. <laughs> it's like an average of 35 minutes an episode, and you've listened to 90 of them, or almost 90? I was like, oh, my God. Uh, so thank you. Uh, I think it was John was the guy's name, and he uh, said, and he bought, he sent a picture. He bought the Dankest Hour from Pelican, which I've been really interested in. He said yeah. it was very good. Yeah, I haven't had it yet, me but neither. I probably should. I saw it on the shelf and I was like, ooh, 
I'll get that next time. We have a we at Slabtown have a collab coming out shortly, hopefully Monday, maybe even at the earliest. That's a collab with Pelican, part of our ten year anniversary. And it just I'm just thinking about the beer and uh, talking to Darren, the the head brewer and owner of at Pelican, uh, I was kind of like, you know, I, I need to get back into some Pelican beer because it's been a while since I've had Pelican. Every time we've had it on the podcast, it's been really good. Yeah, but because it's one of those classic brands that we talked yeah, about, we you kind of just like we just forget. Oh, they'll it. always be there. You right. take it for granted. Yeah. yeah, so maybe I'll dive into some Pelican beer. Um, you can find the podcast almost everywhere you find podcasts: Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Tending to the Fan Radio.com, App Stitcher, Omni. Um, you can subscribe on some of those services. You can rate us. You can review us. Uh, if you have yet to do so and you listen, please do so. It helps us out. Um, and also, even if you haven't gotten to it, just download the episodes because number, the numbers will go up and that helps us out as well. Um, social medias, Instagram.com slash beers and us is where you can find us as the podcast. We post pictures of what we're, we're drinking there generally. Uh, the last one I posted is actually going to be had on the podcast today because I thought it was very unique and interesting. And Sweet. it's also a brewery that I have not seen on the shelves here ever so um thank you covid so we'll get to that uh, as part of the episode today uh, personal pages at mike lynch 27 on twitter is me i do not have a personal instagram patrick is at p diddy zero eight five on instagram he does have a twitter he just doesn't use it um facts we're gonna be doing a tasting room today it's been a little while since we've done one and uh, I actually chose all four of these beers. It's actually almost always been Patrick choosing the tasting room beers. And uh, I texted him, hey, you want to do a tasting room today? He goes, yeah, but I'm not going to be able to get any beer. I was like, okay, I'll get it. So he let me choose. You were like, if you trust me. I yeah, was I like, did. I trust you. I did. I did say that. Um, so far, did you like the four that I picked? I did. Yeah, it's across the board. Um, that was my I, goal. Yeah, I have. I have had one of these. But uh, I don't I've know also if, had one of these. I don't know if I was in the best spot when I had it, so I'm interested to try it again. So we'll get to that in a second. We'll tell you the four beers that we're going to be drinking, and we have the beer of the week as well. But uh, quickly, for the weekend beer, um, I didn't do anything over the top. I bought myself a little six-pack six, uh, six of cans of Phaedrus from Culmination. I had one. It was delightful. Uh, I also bought a six-pack of Comatose from Good Life, which I had not seen before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do enjoy Imperial IPAs from uh, now and again. And uh, also solid. So that's in my fridge right now. Uh, one of the ones that I had, which is on the Instagram, is here. I also tried Hen House, which I know you tried mm-hmm. for the first time a couple weeks ago. Well, I've, I've had it multiple times, oh, but okay. I haven't had it in a while. I, I think I just got, I think there was only two available. There was a hazy IPA and a regular IPA. It was fine. I, I have nothing super great to write home about for me personally, yeah. which I think is kind of what you said. It was like, eh, yeah, I think they make, uh, yeah, it was fine. I think yeah. it's cool beer. Uh, but maybe if we saw a lot of it, maybe if we lived in that area and saw more of it frequently and like off brands and stuff like that, we might have a little more basically love for it. You but. explained to me that it is a, a somewhat hyped brewery. Mm-hmm. And when I got it, you know, I had some high hopes for it and it was fine. It was fine. It was fine. Uh, didn't live up to the hype. I will say that, but not bad. Uh, beyond that, nothing over the top crazy that I had. Um, I tried a new gigantic beer that was. Not a hazy, but it was very like pulpy, mm-hmm. um, which I can't remember the name of it. But it was a uh, it was interesting, really unique kind of kind of spin on like a tangerine kind of over the top orangey flavor without having too much haze in it. But uh, it wasn't my favorite. And the one that we have here, which we'll which we'll get to when we get to it, was my favorite of the weekend. So I'm just going to hold off on explaining it. Um, mine, real quick, uh, is let's see. I picked up some crawlers from Grains of Wrath uh, last week and. Let's see. What did I have? I had um, 
I had the Keef Master and the Waimea Sunrise. Oh, you talked about that one. Yeah, I've, I'd had no. I didn't. Did I get a Waimea? I don't remember. We talked about getting a picture of the Waimea sent to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you were very interested. Both of us were interested in trying. Yeah, it. I I got the Waimea Sunrise and I drank it because it was awesome. And I got the Keef Master, which is an IPA, and I drank that and it was awesome. And then the third one I got is Beer of the Week. Mm. So that's that's really cool. So I had those. I had a West Coast IPA from Barlow's, the brewery on the waterfront in Vancouver. That we talked about on the podcast yes. a couple weeks now, ago. Now, my girlfriend and I went there. And by a couple weeks ago, I mean, yeah, I have no idea what when. it was. Now, my girlfriend and I went there months ago, and we didn't love, we didn't love the concept of pour your own beers. Uh, you get a little card that's loaded money on it, and you can pour as many ounces as you want. I didn't love it, mostly because there's like restaurant seating there, and those people got beer delivered to them. I just think it's strange, like pick one or the other sort of thing. Uh, but they the, do have two locations too, from what I from what I oh that's right yeah. But the one the can that I had because they 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 put out a can of a West Coast IPA was pretty dang good. It was pretty solid. I was excited because I, I cracked the beer and was kind of like, I don't know. You know, I didn't I, I wasn't blown away when I went there and then I drank the can and I thought it was really good uh, enough to have another one. And then I also had um, the Citra Leaf Pilsner from Chuckanut. Ooh, they have a, a how pil- was that? that I, I should say how good was it? Because I know it was good. <laughs> yeah, they have a Pilsner, you know, with some Citra hops to it. And to be honest, I didn't get a whole lot. From the Citra hops. Really? Yeah. I mean, the beer was great. I mean, the the lager, the Pilsner style of it was great. But I think in what it was sold, what it's sold as and what it's told to be, I didn't see as much of that come through. It just tasted like a really great Chuck Nut lager. By the way, uh, you mentioned this either on the podcast or off the podcast. I also saw Sandy Paws this week. Yeah. Yeah, which is interesting because yeah. it's not normally when it comes out. No. But I saw it on the shelf. I was like... The beer's going to age. Hey. The beer's going to be just fine. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. All right. So we do have... Oh, last thing first. I forgot to tell you. I had the Top Ferment from Ferment. I'm very glad that I got this one because I almost picked Top Ferment because I told you that I loved yeah. it. Yeah. And... I quite enjoyed it. It's really good. I drank one at my house. I, I got, think I got a part of my beer run last week that I forgot to post. I... uh yeah, I had that a couple weeks ago and talked about it on the podcast. That was a really good West Coast IPA. Oh, and I had a six-pack of Fremont Summer Ale that was just gone. Somehow I bought a six-pack, and then it was just gone. You woke up one night or yeah. one morning and went, oh, I had six beers last night. What did I have? Oh, all of those. Yeah, okay. yeah. All right. It was excellent. Um, I'm glad that I didn't pick that one, and I picked this one instead. So Tasting Room episode today, we have four beers in front of us, plus the Grains of Wrath Crowler that is the beer of the week. Uh, what I chose for you today... Is the uh, bottom ferment <laughs> <laughs> from That's ferment. what reminded me that I had the beer. Yes, uh, this is their Hellas Lager, um, not the West Coast IPA, which is their top ferment. I also took uh, Sun Rivers Tangerine Pale, one of their Black Limited release cans. Uh, I am once again bringing Wolf Tree from uh, the coast onto the podcast. Uh, we've had a couple of their beers that have been quite good. This is just Anchors Down, their Amber. We have not had a lot of Ambers on the podcast, and I figured it'd be good to kind of get this in there. And then uh, the fourth and final beer is the one that I posted on our Instagram page. It is the Mickler, uh Porter with, um, oh God, coffee and like chicory root. And it was super unique, and I'm very excited to get to that for you because I think you'll find it uh, very, very unique and enjoyable. If you are uh, somebody who enjoys the kind of... The porters that are—I've seen a, a trend of this where they're putting like the beers are putting the spruce tips in and the and the roots in and like mm. the really more 
flavorful, powerful flavors, I think you'll enjoy it. So that'll be the fourth one that we have. Chicory root and coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Cool can too. I like it. Well, here we are with some ferment. I haven't taken a sip yet. I saw you took one. I'm excited to see a lot more of this come around. I've been a big fan of their ESB and their check pills. Um, and I'd had some of their early IPA stuff uh, that I didn't. It wasn't bad. I just it didn't really speak to me. Um, but that top ferment did speak to me. Yeah. Uh, and in tasting this bottom ferment, there is such a crisp carbonation flavor to this that I really enjoy. Um, when I think of Hellas, I want, like, I basically view Hellas kind of like, and I know if you've listened to this podcast, you know that this is one of my favorite styles. I view it as like, this is my craft beer Rainier. You know, this is this is my craft beer domestic because it's got the light profile. There's low hop character. Yep. Uh, the malt comes through nicely. And it's, as long as it doesn't get a little too bready, uh, I'm super into this. This is a little more bready than I would normally like. But I just, I love the crispness. It's got that like, ah, that I, Coca-Cola. Ah, I think that's why I like this one better than some of the Hellas's you've brought in. Because I like the slightly more bready mm. uh, profile uh, in, in the Hellas. So this is really solid. The mid-palate is delightful. Yeah. Uh, I know you would like that a lot. Based on my sip, I was like, oh, he's going to he's gonna really enjoy the body of yeah, this Yeah, this beer finish is really clean. I really like this. Um, and you're right. The carbonation, I didn't really think about it on my first sip. But yeah, it pops. It helps the beer pop because it is very bready, but you get these little bursts mm -hmm. of kind of bitterness in there as well. I think it's I think it's something that's hugely important. You know, I don't know how much how much it correlates to, you know, traditional style of it per se. But like when I like this is the this is the kind of beer that you can approach a non craft beer drinker with. We always talk about that, and I think a lot of that has to do with the crisp chill to it, and without it. You know, it, it's hard to discern it from, you know, just a craft beer. It's funny because when you look at it, it doesn't look very carbonated. It's these crappy glasses, I think. Well, but still, though, you can tell. I feel like, well, well when you spin it like a tornado, yeah, you'll get the carbonation yeah. in there. <laughs> but uh, when you take the sip, it like it really pops mm -hmm. and it doesn't look like it's going to because it doesn't have a lot of head either uh, unless you spin it like a tornado. <laughs> I mean, I probably could have given it more head when I poured it, but... Let's see here. I gotta say, these two from Ferment, the top and bottom Ferments, have been really, really good. Mm -hmm. And I haven't seen new beers from them on the shelves in a very long time. Yeah. Because those, those unique bottles that they have, mm -hmm. kind of like the, the stubby bottles. Yep. With the long neck. Yeah. They've, they've got like four or five beers that are out there that you see all the time. And... Uh, I've had those, and yeah, I mean, they're good. The ESB is really good. We've had it on the podcast before. Yeah. I really do enjoy that one. Uh, they have a dry Irish stout that's also solid. But the other ones, like you said, yeah, okay, they're fine. I've been there once before. It was fine. Uh, really nice views, really nice place, but nothing mm -hmm. nothing over the top, in my, my opinion, especially when Frame is just down the street. These two, oh boy. I know. Getting getting really good here, Ferment. Yeah. Keep keep up this train, because I'm really enjoying what I'm seeing. Yeah, then I'll just sleep in my truck, park, in the, park on the street there in Hood River, Yeah. and I'll just drink all day at Freeman Ferment, and then just pass out in the truck. Sounds great. <laughs> and then maybe order, like, Double Mountain Pizza down to you. Yeah, yeah. I can't get up there, guys. Can you just, like... <laughs> Good little hand here. Can you just bring me some pizza? Uh, water from a spring at the base of Mount Hood, German Pilsner malt, Tettinger hops, sounds all classic to me, and a time-honored European lager yeast strain. I don't know if that's just short for Augustiner, but uh, this classic Bavarian beer style is best executed in a single malt, single hop approach to fully appreciate these world-class ingredients. 4.7. 
Very good. Very, very good. 473 milliliters. Go USA Systems. Very, very specific. Otherwise known as 16 ounces. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've actually, I will say, based on COVID, I have enjoyed the fact that I'm basically getting a pint for cheaper than I would get a pint in a restaurant. Totally, Just by buying these cans. That's always package. Package is always going to be that. But it's like, because I'm doing it more, I'm like, oh, I just had four pints and I saved myself like mm, six, seven, eight bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nice. I can go buy another pint then. (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, if I drink, if I drink, so like for right now, we have four pack cans of the SoCal pills, the collab we did with Freem. That's 14 bucks. Okay. For four pints. Okay. That would normally be 20 bucks. Yeah. So you save six and I'm not tipping anybody. Mm -hmm. So if it was 20 bucks, I'm probably tipping six, seven bucks because I'm an egregious tipper. So I'm really saving like 15 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. But it is really nice when someone else pours it for me. Yeah, and you can sit at the bar and talk to people. Never and sit at a bar again. Be social. And it sucks. Well, that's really negative. <laughs> no, it's fine. We're good. <laughs> we'll sit at a bar again. It'll be fine. Sure, someday. I mean, maybe we can sit at a bar already just with three seats next next to us that are open. Mm-mm. Can't sit at a bar. At all? Nope. Mm. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's part of the rules. Like Even if they social distance yeah. at the bar top? Yeah. How come? I don't know. How come a lot of rules in the state of Oregon? I don't know. I'm asking you. You're the one who works in the restaurants. I figured you'd know more. Yeah, man. The state came and you were like, this is what you can and can't do. And we were like, okay, can we open? Yeah, please. Can we <laughs> please? Just, please? 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 We'll be good. We promise. Yeah. We want people to come in the doors again yep. and not just buy crawlers. Right. Please? Please? Okay. So, second beer. Uh, I I tried to order this in the most tasting tray way possible. Yeah, we got it. Um, so the second one is the Sun River Tangerine Pale. Trippin'. So I'm going to assume that it is rippin' with some tangerine. Ooh, that's a good assumption. I did not think about that. I do love myself some rippin'. Uh, ooh, it's very cloudy on the pour. Is that hazy? Is it a hazy pale? I don't think it's supposed to be hazy. I think you just put a bunch of tangerine in it. And it just changes the color. Yeah, I've had this beer before. Is that similar to like the gigantic one I had this weekend where it was like super citrusy, but it wasn't really a hazy, but it looked like this? Yeah. Maybe a little bit more orange? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, this looks like hazy. Mm -hmm. It does. Yeah. Maybe that's... It doesn't smell very hazy, though. It smells very tangerine. (laughs) Maybe that's the... I mean, God, hazy is so weird. Like... I feel bad it doesn't have, constantly it, ripping on them because I know people like them, but it's like, I, I don't. There's no base ground rules for a hazy in terms of flavor, okay? So everything is just all over the place in terms of what they taste like. But the one common factor that people have to have is it has to look a certain way. Right. And I just bleeping hate it because... Hey, look is important. We've talked about it. Aesthetics are, are important, sure, but so is flavor. And there's just like, it's just this smorgasbord. Flavor, schmaver. It's just this smorgasbord. Does it look of, good on Instagram, of, Patrick? Of, of flavor. Most of the time it looks terrible. Uh, just this just wild range of flavor that can be anywhere from just straight juice and pulp to like bitter and hoppy. But it has to look like chalk yellow. And it's like, no, like mm. no, it doesn't have to look like that. It does not. We found that out. We've had some good hazies that have been not chalk yellow. Um, we've had some hazies that have been a little bit more, a little bit more on the clear side, a little bit more bitter, you know, we've enjoyed them. I'm going to come out and say it. I don't enjoy this beer very much. Uh, I think it's all right. It's not a hazy. 
No. Um, there's, but, def- there's definitely like hoppy pale ale elements to it. But it's really covered. It's just got by a the lot tangerine. of fruit. Yeah. It's just a fruit ale. If I mean if if you want if you want a fruited beer and tend to drink IPAs, I think you'll like this. On a hot sunny day, sure, why not? I, I'm with you. I don't think this beer is bad. I just I think it I has think, a bitterness to it. I think this beer for what it is is really good. It's just not something I want to drink. It has a good bitterness to it, but it's really being overpowered. I think by the tangerine, and I guess that's probably the point. Right? Yeah. Um, so in terms of like design and what you wanted, I think you accomplished it. It's just uh, like like for you, it's not for my palate. No, I, I'm not. Especially when I know what ripping tastes like. Yes. Yeah, yes. that beer rules. It's one of your favorite beers of all time. Of all time. Um, I think the one thing I don't like about these kind of overly citrus fruit beers is I almost like I almost feel it in my stomach for a mm, while. Yeah, like it. Like the acidity, the acidity sits there and kind of bubbles and hurts a little bit. Yeah, I can. I and maybe can buy it's because I'm getting a little bit older and my stomach doesn't handle things as well as it used to. But I, it's just not for me, man. I, I maybe the look is also giving me an issue too. Like I look at it and I'm just like, this looks like lemonade. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't taste like lemonade, obviously, but it tastes like a really, really, really tangeriney, citrusy, ripping. I mean, it tastes like beer. So if you want to go, if that's what it's you still want, beer. if that's what you want, then go for it. But uh, it is not my fave, not my fave at all. Mm. All right, take a quick break. We'll do the other two beers on the other side, and then beer of the week. This is beers on us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. All right, welcome back. Beers on us, Mike Lynch, Patrick Harris, middle of tasting room, volume six. Two beers to go in the tasting room, and uh, due to time constraints, we're going to throw the beer of the week in this segment as well. Um, third beer on the list is uh, Wolf Trees Anchors Down, which is a really cool can, by the way. Uh, I really enjoy it. It's just an amber ale. We have not done an amber in a very long time. To be honest, there's not a lot of packaged. True. Uh, and we also did the episode way back in the day on this, and we talked about how it's a great introductory beer. Uh, I really liked ambers going in, but have slowly kind of trickled away from them just because I found more styles that I like more than ambers. But I saw this. I've liked a lot of what Wolf Tree has done. Um, I had their... Uh, I can't remember the name of it, but I had a stout from them very, very recently that I liked a lot. Um, so I figured, you know, we've had a couple of their beers, and uh, yeah, let's give another one, go, another one a go. Why not? Why not? And plus, we have not done Ambers in a while, so it's like, it'll be a reintroduction to a style that neither of us has probably tried in a long time. Yeah, Wolf Tree Brewery out of Seal Rock, Oregon, <clears throat> which I believe is on the coast, probably a little tiny town in between somewhere. I think I looked it up. What was it by? Lincoln? In between somewhere and somewhere. Lincoln? Lincoln County. Lincoln City. <laughs> uh, 5.5%. Well, this is an interesting. See, this is the thing that I like about Wolf Tree. Five fifty for a can. That's a little, it's a little steep. This is it's four forty nine. Um, oh, sorry, four fifty. Four fifty for a can's a little steep these days. Mm, I've seen some of the that price because of the rarity of the brewery. Yeah, maybe. I suppose. Yeah, or maybe the distance that probably went. cost them a lot of money to make to um, pay someone to can. The one thing I've liked about Wolf Tree's beers that I've had so far. Oh, Ship Biscuits. That was the name of the stout mm-hmm. that I really enjoyed. Is that they? You just started saying that, and I was like, "What are you saying to me?" <laughs> Ship biscuits. Yeah, I didn't catch um, that. Is that all of the beers that I've had from them have a twist? Remember, we okay. had that pomegranate heft from them. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, every it's something that we know, 
but it's changed a little bit. Okay. And I think that's really cool. I feel the same way about this one. This is a very classic malty amber, but there's something in there that has a little flair, at least in my first sip that I had, that makes it unique. And that's why I keep going back to them because it's that's how you stand out. A, you've got cool artwork, which I think they do, and they have a cool logo. But B, um, if you can stand out and make your beer styles ones that people know and love, but make them unique and different so that they remember you, that's what I really like. And I think Wolf Tree's doing that to a T. I don't know what it is in this in this beer that makes me feel that way, but it, it, it it's I, got something in it. I think it's got some like <clears throat> spicy hops to it. Because there's something, yeah, there's like something spicy to it that I'm getting. Yeah. There's a great, the very end of the, the palate on the drink, on the sip, is super malty. And a little bit caramely. And it's like, ooh, I'm having an amber, right? Almost to like, to porter levels of malt in the back end of it. But you're right, there's a, there's a spice to it. There's a flair to it. It's not too, uh, it's not too sweet. No. The sweetness is there, but it's not overbearing, which sometimes with ambers, you'll get a lot of the overbearing sweetness in it. Um I I like this beer a lot. I really do. Man, Wolf Tree, bravo. I'll give you I would give you okay, I'm gonna put the glass down. <laughs> I really I, I know I'm just some guy doing a podcast, but I've really liked your beers the last few that I've had. I really, really enjoyed them. Maybe we should go out there. And um I also saw one on the shelf that I've been a little bit hesitant to try because I know it's gonna be flavorful. They have a spruce tip beer. Um and it was, uh, you know, that when it's like super aromatic, flavorful stuff, it kind of overwhelms me a little bit. And that makes me a little bit nervous. But because I've liked every other beer that you've done, I'm probably going to try that next because yeah. I've seen that on the shelf. Man, this is good. I'm not learning anything about it online. Okay, that's fine. Pretty usual. I mean, we can we can assume that there's some sort of spicy hop something going on in there. Yeah. Not spicy like heat, but just like, a, again, it's like the first one we had with the bottom ferment. There was a pop. Of bitterness in the Hellas, there's a pop of bitterness in the middle of the sip with this with this Anchors Down Amber. Yeah, this beer kind of reminds me a little bit of like an alt beer. Really? Yeah, it really does. Um, I mean, you know, an alt is you know is is more ale than lager, but in in flavor wise and perception is a little more lager than ale. Uh, I mean, this is for sure an ale. The body speaks for it, but it's got. It's got characters like an alt beer does. It's not overly sweet like an amber is. And it's got some of that like spicy musky character to it. It's almost like I think I think if this was I think if this was a voting table, like if this was a judging table, I don't think this beer lasts. Okay. But in a blind tasting of just is this beer good, I think this beer holds up. Why? Is it just because it's wolf tree and it's an amber or something? Or like No, I think because I think Amber's I think Amber's on a judging board. They're gonna look look for that toasty, caramely, sweet, you know, kind of fullness to where this has got this has got a lot more depth. Yeah. Um this is not overly sweet, and I think that's a main characteristic of this style. Let me ask you a question. This might be totally off, but this beer is reminding me slightly, slightly of the Elijah Craig 50-50 that we had in terms of I almost feel like I'm getting a little bit of like oak in it. Hmm. There's like a there's there's something that you're talking about that's a little bit like stick to your palate, like kind of woody right off the top. 
Interesting. And I, I know that it's not a barrel beer, so I know that that's not what's in there. But I'm getting a characteristic that's reminding me a lot of how I felt mouthfeel-wise when I was having that beer. Yeah. Where it was like, oh, I taste the barrel. Oh, it's not like syrupy. It's not like whiskey-y. I just taste the barrel. Hmm, interesting. And I feel like on my first... Take a sip with that in your mind and see if you get it. Because right off the top, like right as it enters my mouth, I'm like, ooh, what's that? It's like It's like... A smokiness or something that's in there. I don't know how to describe it. And maybe this is me just describing the flavor I'm tasting incorrectly. Hmm. But it's some, there's something in there that I really enjoy. Uh, I don't follow. Okay. You, I might be on, a, on an island on that one. But it's something that's in my palate that's kind of sitting there. So, hey, bravo, Wolf Tree. I'm, I've given you bravo a couple of times. But that I like this beer a lot. And I have not had a lot of ambers lately. And the ones that I have had have not been spectacular. Um, all right. Final one in the tasting room is the one that I posted on Instagram this weekend. Mm -hmm. It is the Mickler Porter brewed with chicory root and coffee. It's called the Chick Chick Chicory. Chick Chick Chicory! Like I said, I don't tend to enjoy the beers that use the very flavorful ingredients, uh, like any sort of root or the spruce tips, because I think it overpowers it. But when I had this on, on Saturday this weekend, boy, oh boy, was I... Very surprised and pleased by how understated that flavor was and how it really just kind of balanced the beer out. So I hope you feel the same way. Um, I haven't been drinking a lot of porters lately. So when I saw this on the shelf, I was like, ooh, I got to give this a try. Plus, I haven't been to Mickler or at least their little pop up before all the COVID stuff. So um, I hope you enjoy. Okay. I've seen some of their stuff on the shelves, but it's all been like. To me, I feel like it's all been like crazy beers. Crazy. Well, I mean, does this count as crazy? It's a little bit unique, right? Yeah, yeah. This counts as crazy. Um, sorry, I was just looking something up. Uh, yeah, this counts as crazy. I mean, chick, chick, chickory. I've never seen chickory root in a beer before. No, me neither. The only thing that so I haven't tasted this yet. The only thing I'm apprehensive on this, and this is like a, a personal thing for me is I'm not a big coffee beer guy. I don't drink coffee. Nor, nor am I. Yeah, I don't drink coffee in my regular days. I do I, drink coffee. I do like coffee, and I like the the flavor and the smell, and I like the intricacies of coffee. Um, it's just not my thing. So it's tough for me to drink these beers, and I don't know what to expect with the chicory. I'm, wor- I'm worried the coffee's going to overpower the chicory. You know what? I'm going to take the sip. You're going to like this because it's going to remind you of a dry Irish stout. Because it is very dry, it is very palatable, and neither flavor overpowers the porter. No. It's very neutral in terms of they they pair with each other very well, and it just gives you a nice, roasty, balanced, slightly unique because of the chicory flavor, whatever that is. I don't know. I've never had that as far as I know. Whatever it is, it is a little unique flair in there. Um, Similar to the Wolf Tree, it's it's a porter that's unique, and uh, that's why I liked it so much. Uh, I can see why you like this. Um, Does it not give you that dry kind of sure. vibe that you normally enjoy? Sure. Looking up some chicory stuff here. Yeah, it was part of the dandelion family. Oh. I didn't know that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I didn't know that. Woody, herbaceous. Woody. Woody. Uh, Where's Buzz, Buzz Lightyear when we need him? Yeah. Uh, and used as a coffee substitute and food additive. Oh. So coffee with the coffee substitute. That's interesting. Interesting. <laughs> like it? Dislike it? Uh, I'm okay with it. 
uh, it's tough to say. Like, I don't, I don't taste any bad things from it. I think it finishes fine. You're spot on with the dryness. Um, it's just a tough beer for me to wrap my head around. That's a good thing. Yeah. That means it's flavorful and interesting. Sure. sure. Which it's not is bad. A thousand percent up my alley. It's not bad. Yeah. <laughs> I need I need to drink more from this brewery because I, I couldn't tell you what this brewery is about. I couldn't tell you anything. I know the pop up had like Asian fusion food. Yeah. And it was like what? Which I'm down with. Well, I mean, great, but you're like, that's the food, but you're you're making what I thought was like Belgian or German style beer, but then you're making this porter and you're like, oh my God. Yeah. Um, anyway, so those are our four tasting room beers. Uh, quick break on the other side, beer of the week beers and us, Mike Lynch, Patrick Harris. Beer of the week time here on beers and us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Oh boy. You have to go soon. And you're just opening a crowler. Yep. <laughs> I hope you and anyone around here wants some burr. Mistakes were made. Or maybe not. Maybe I'll, I'll get to enjoy this well past the point of recording this podcast. Um, all right, Patrick. Please do tell the uh, the beer of the week as you were the one who purchased. Well, technically, technically I didn't purchase well, this. You were the one who... The, 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 my wonderful, my wonderful... What's the word? My wonderful, wonderful friends... At the Great Grains of Wrath Brewery. What's up, guys? Uh, we love you. Bestowed this upon me uh, at at no charge. Very nice. Um, they're very, very great people. They are. They're yeah. very nice people. They're open on the... They're open today. I think today's their first day in, in phase, phase two. two yeah. yeah. Washington, like, phase one is basically just like, you can go out in public. <laughs> phase two is very similar to our phase one. Right. Where restaurants open at a limited seating capacity and things like that. So they're open. And they've got a can release on Friday, too, that I might try to sneak some out there this weekend at some point. Uh, EGA in cans. And then I saw Built for Spill, Built for Speed again. Built for Spill. <laughs> I love that band. <laughs> uh, Built for Speed. And then what was the other one? The other one is Dystopia. Dystopia? I think it's Dystopia. I think so too. Because um, it's not Crypt Keeper or anything like that. And I'm going to struggle here to try to find it because I'm sure it will pop up here. Your mid-show research has been uh, pretty shoddy right now. <laughs> yeah, you're like looking at your phone. You're just like, I can't find it. Yeah, right? I can't find it. Anyway, it's probably just <clears throat> Anyway, so I'm going to try to sneak out there and grab some cans this week because I love that stuff. This, I just was looking at the board. I got the Keef Master and the Waimea Sunrise. I knew the Waimea was good and I had a little taste of the Keef Master. So I wanted to get down on a crowler of that. And then I just looked and was like, you know what? It's been a while. I grabbed their Irish Curse which is their uh, dry Irish stout. I've never had this from them before. Or as me and a friend say, dryrish. Okay, works. Uh, I can't say if I've had this beer either. Um, usually if I'm at Grains, um, I like I drink Mike's Vienna Lager because I really like that. And then I dabble through their hoppy stuff because, you know, they're great at hoppy beers. Uh, they're great at all beers. Yeah, I think that's the answer. Yeah, yeah. they're great at all beers. Graded all beers for 600, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> what is Grains of Wrath? Ding, 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 ding. Daily double. <laughs> right, Instantly you, the winner. Did you try this? I did. Is it good? Yes. It is um, super easy drinking. It's got, it's, it doesn't even taste like a stout. It's so easy drinking. Oh. It's very, it's like, I don't know what the best way to put it. It's like a clear stout. 
mm-hmm. in my mind. Because when you normally drink a stout, and even with the porter we just had from Mickler, it's like it hits you with like a wall of flavor. Yeah. And this one is it's flavorful, but it's very easy cool. on the palate, and I enjoy it a lot. Four point two percent. That's my kind of holla uh, on an Irish stout. Yeah, man. I I I I love this style. Um, it's really cool today that we did. We had two different beers of styles that I love, and they they aren't hoppy beers. Um, yeah, Dryer Stout and Hellas; those are two of probably my go-to's outside of uh, outside of the hoppy stuff. Yeah, that's why I, I got the Hellas thinking of you, mm-hmm. and then I got the Mickler thinking of you. But you didn't like it as much as I did. I'm, I'm a little bit confused. I'm sorry. I'm a little bit confused. I'm sorry. I know you're in a rush, but I mean, I thought, all, I thought maybe you'd have a little bit more. To say it it could also just be because of what I'm in the mood today. Like there are many times <laughs> because you had a dry Irish stout coming up right behind it, and you were like. <laughs> This isn't a drive stout, Mike. Come no, on. No, I think some of it is just, you know, that like, I think, I think tasting beer can be mood associated. And you're in a hate dark beer mood right now. I am not in a hate dark beer mood. I have a dark beer in front of me that I'm quite enjoying. 4.2%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're in a hate high ABV beer mood right now. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I mean, I do got a lot to work. Yeah. I'm just stressed out, Michael. Okay. Well, high ABV would help stress. <laughs> Come on, I'm, Patrick. I'm not that stressed out. Come on. I'm not that stressed out. All right. That's going to do it for us today. I Thanks. should be more stressed out, but I'm actually not. You're happy that things might be opening again. Well, yeah. I've just spent all week trying to whip up that bar into shape because we basically tore it down. Basically, like, got rid of everything when this whole thing started. Mm. So now I got to put everything back. Right. And you also got to make sure things are six feet apart and tables and walkways. and <sighs> That's someone else's job to worry oh, about. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, right now. You just have to, like, stand there and watch them do it. Yeah, I'm about to put Stay West on draft at work. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> I'm so pumped about that. The new batch of Stay West tastes so good. Well, let's all hope and pray. You you will probably know by now from listening that Multnomah's opening or not on Friday the 12th. Um, hopefully it is, and hopefully you'll be able to get out to some of your favorite breweries again, granted in a limited capacity, but uh, hopefully you'll be able to do that. Wherever you find us, please subscribe, rate, review, and you can also DM us on Instagram or, or you know message us on Twitter. Um, any, any beer that you're drinking, send us. I, I've been really enjoying seeing people's uh, hauls that they've gotten during the week for their weekend beer. So keep sending that to us. Yeah, we like that a lot. Um, and uh, we'll be back next week. We're, we're, once things start opening again, we had plans, man. We were we were rolling. Yeah, we, we had a lot of momentum going into yep. before, before COVID. We had plans for our two-year anniversary, which I guess still might be happening. Or maybe, you know, maybe it's slightly delayed. We had plans to go to multiple locations. Um, So we'll get back to doing that as long as those places will have us and are are open again outside of takeout only. So uh, hope and pray that Monoma opens this Friday. And uh, we will hope and pray that we will be out in the public once again starting in a week or two. I'm going to go buy some beer tomorrow and I might pick up a six-pack of Sierra Nevada Pinto. Whoa. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. We'll see you guys next week. Traces. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.